0: Welcome to Selfish Podcast where we talk about all things self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. I'm Sarah.
1: And I'm Morgan.
0: And Selfish was created out of my desire to spread a message of self-love and putting yourself first.
1: In a world that is designed and profits from running us too hard, paying us too little, and making us doubt ourselves too much, our goal is to support us all in being a little more selfish. Each week, we will talk about ways we care for ourselves, from therapy to astrology, self-dates to identity.
0: We are two friends who love to talk about these things for ourselves, for each other, and for our communities. So each week, we'll journal about a topic, and then we'll come together to share our reflections with each other and with you. Come with us on this journal journey, and let's get selfish (laughs) fish. Morgan, hey Sarah, you're back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <The> special <laughs> guest this week is Morgan. Surprise!
1: Hey, I'm still around. <laughs> um, How are you doing today?
0: I am good. I'm I'm busy, but I'm not mad about it, which I usually am. So, growth or just you know booked and busy, but in a good way. I don't know which That's one it good. is yet. How are you?
1: I'm okay. You might be able to hear from my voice. I'm a little stuffy. I got got finally by this coronavirus. So, yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, It's day seven for me. Haven't tested yet today, but uh, feeling, you know, functional, which wasn't the case for a few days. So, um, but feeling grateful for. You know, my immune system and body's healing abilities. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Be safe out there, everyone. Wear your masks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's
1: that's, uh, that's no fun. It's still happening. We like to pretend like it isn't, but it's still going on.
0: Yeah. Feel yeah. better soon, my dear.
1: Thank you, thank you. But I'm happy to be here, happy to be in conversation with you.
0: Me too. I'm glad you're here mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Well... Today's topic kind of comes out of what you've been experiencing and having COVID and like getting COVID, making a lot of plans have to change, things not going as you expected.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And I've kind of
0: been in a season of things not going as planned or expected as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so today we're going to talk about being flexible and mm-hmm. how we can use time as a tool for self-care. I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: Well, I was going to say this feels like a great conversation to be having in particular on this podcast, because I think just our process of bringing this into being is one that has gone through a lot of iterations and required some flexibility (laughs) and adaptive timelines, but we're doing it. Yeah, we're here now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we made it (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to start singing, but nobody needs that with this voice.
0: who were you going to sing?
1: Um oh my gosh, what is that song? Um, the Madonna song. I made it through the wilderness. Oh. Made it through. You really just wanted to get me to sing with this scratchy voice. <laughs> no. You
0: got me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that even? I don't know the name of the song. It's Like a Virgin,
1: I think. Oh, is it Like a Virgin? Okay. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. I need to like go through virgin. the entire verse to get there. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. That was <laughs> time. All right. Well, I'm not.
0: <laughs> yes. A Selfish First. Morgan singing. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't Sorry, me.
1: <laughs> Next time. Next time is yes, so your you'll first. you
0: get me. Well, I think now it's time for our check-in question. <laughs> All right. All right. So... In the spirit of flexibility, what is the most flexible part of your body?
1: Do you have an answer to this one?
0: I haven't thought about it very much. I l- okay. I'll have to do a body scan, like, right now. Because hmm. none of it feels very flexible these days. <laughs> um,
1: well, I think for me, I don't know which part of my body it is exactly, but, like, I'm able to touch my toes and, like, I can, like, bend over and put my hands completely on the ground with Ooh. my knees straight. Yeah, and I've always been able to do that. And I've gotten into yoga more recently um, mm. during the pandemic. I started doing yoga more consistently. And, you know, I love all the, like, poses that involve, like, bending in half or, like, mm. just forward fold Folding. or bending over. Yeah. yeah, I find that to be really, like, cathartic for my body for some reason. Yeah. And it helps my lower back. So um, I guess, is that my legs that are flexible or my back? I I think it's like
0: your back, your hips, and there's so much that is required for you to fold your body in half.
1: Yeah, but that is a good one. And I like that one also because there's, I don't know, something to be said about changing perspective, looking at things upside down,
0: Mm. you know? Yes, poetic.
1: I would do that today, but I feel like with with this head congestion, I might pass out if I... (laughs) (laughs) and i'm over covid COVID, i'll do some yoga i can feel that my body needs that
0: (laughs) yeah 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 just some gentle i'm sure there's somewhere you don't have to invert yourself
1: i wonder if somebody has covid yoga out there
0: i'm I'm positive (laughs) i bet yoga with adrian has some COVID yoga. she has yoga for when you're not feeling well when you're sick and it's, there's a lot of pillows involved to prop your body
1: up. I love those ones when she does that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I do a video and I see that she's in sweatpants and has a blanket, I'm like,
0: i like, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see Benji laying on the mat like, yeah. we're about to take a nap, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do it. How about you? What's the most flexible part of your body or a flexible part of your body?
0: Mm. My body has been very tight lately. <laughs> due to stress and um a uh sedentary lifestyle <laughs> um of being a student but um i would say my hands i i'm very dexterous mm. and i do things i do very small precise types of work like sewing and like making jewelry mm. and that kind of stuff and i like to write so mm. i have a lot of dexterity in my hands it's great. I think for a lot of us our hands are probably one of the more flexible <laughs> parts of our not body. Not for me,
1: man. Not no? for me. I can already feel arthritis setting in. I'm not even really? joking from typing. I can feel it from typing and from being on my phone. Sometimes my thumb just like seizes up. I have Ooh. no dexterity. I cannot do like the idea of jewelry making. Yeah. It's terrible. My I describe my hands as more like paws. Oh, like, I can't I heard you say <laughs> that. I can't really do anything <laughs> detailed. So big appreciation to your hands, dexterity. Fair enough. Okay.
0: I feel good about that now. Yeah. yeah. I um, also like
1: this check-in question because I heard you say that you haven't been moving and you're feeling tight. So mm-hmm. i lovingly encourage you to take care of your body today.
0: Yes, yeah. thank you. As a check-in. I will, t- <laughs> I will take a walk later today because you know this is what we do out here.
1: Take mm-hmm. a walk. The walking um, podcast.
0: Yes. <laughs> So I'll do that and bring some more flexibility in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So our conversation today around flexibility, I, I love, you know, we were talking back and forth about what we could, what we could talk about today. And and you really brought in this, this element of flexibility because I was thinking really around time, Mm -hmm. but flexibility takes us in so many directions you know, like, there's so yeah. much to being flexible physically, mentally, emotionally with planning. Um, can you, do you want to talk a little about, like, the connection around this to self-care or how you feel this connects to the podcast?
0: Yeah. I, I find that flexibility is... So flexibility in the sense of, like, mental and emotional flexibility... Um is an important part of self-care because you allow yourself grace and gentleness in a way when you're able to be flexible. I'm a Capricorn, so I'm not a very flexible person um, <laughs> in general. I like things done a certain way. Um, I like things done my way. Um, And that doesn't allow for a lot of room for error or change or mistakes. And we were talking Mm. a couple episodes ago about, you know, making mistakes and giving yourself grace and that kind of thing. And, you know, staving off perfectionism. And I feel like if you can bring flexibility in, if you can bring in grace for yourself and for other people, then that's like the antidote to perfectionism.
1: Mm.
0: And so in that way, you're caring for yourself, because you are saying, it's okay, I don't have to be perfect. This doesn't have to be perfect. I can, I can let this go. And it just gives you peace. It gives you so much peace, because often we stress out about things not going our way. (laughs) Totally.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think one of the things that causes myself and people some of the most frustration and disappointment is like having rigid expectations. Mm -hmm. Like often I think that when our things do not go the way that we were expecting or we were, yeah, don't meet our expectations. That's where a huge amount of frustration and disappointment comes. And unfortunately like things don't always go as we expect or hope. Mm -hmm. Um, So having a certain amount of flexibility or curiosity or open-mindedness mm. that allow for like some appreciation of like change or, or it doesn't even have to be appreciation or enjoyment, but just like a, a willingness or even surrender to the fact that things mm. just sometimes change and, and go the way that they are. You know, I um, a few years ago started working with a, a friend um, and a coworker um, on developing a project. And, um, we were doing this on top of our lives and normal job and all of this, um, mm. and had a lot of excitement and ambition, but also we really trying to develop something that was, um, grounded in our values. So not, not pushing ourselves beyond our capacity, you know, keeping some joy in the project and moving at a pace that worked. And, um, one of the agreements that we set for ourselves was that we would move at a human pace in the project. And even just naming that early on in the project like really sort of shifted things for me Mm because I think often in like work, um, but in a lot of situations, there's this feeling of like, okay, we know what the end goal is of whatever we're doing, whether that's being in school, creating a podcast, doing any kind of project. It's like, okay, we're doing this to reach this end goal. Um, There could be this feeling of like, we have to put everything into this and have it be perfect and get to our end goal by the timeline that we've set, which is ideally as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And we need to do it all well and do all the steps. And we have, like if we've set this deadline, no matter what happens, whether it's a pandemic or life things or whatever, we have to just forge ahead and I found that in a number of different projects and situations I've like, or things I've been a part of that, that just really sucks the joy from it, mm-hmm. you know? And so giving ourselves in this project, I did like giving ourselves the permission to like, you know, be really honest about where we were at, especially as we were developing something that was the intention was like creating um, sort of a social justice program and incubator for young people not wanting to reproduce these sort of like capitalist, perfectionist ideas in creating of the program that then would have an impact on the outcome, right? But wanting it to be a place where people could kind of move and be full humans and say, you know, I don't have capacity for this today, or, you know, we need to adjust this timeline because other things are coming up and I can't give this my full presence. Um, It was really freeing. So, and I think just giving myself permission in that project made me realize in a lot of other parts of my life where that isn't the case where I don't feel like I'm allowed to move at a human pace and have to be a little more robotic and that is not good for me (laughs) I am not a Capricorn I am a Pisces and Mm -hmm. Pisces are notorious for like kind of moving uh we are really driven by emotions so um you know, some days, like if I'm having an emotional reaction to something or if something is happening in my life that is drawing a lot of emotional energy, it really impacts all other aspects of my life. And mm-hmm. uh, we are, I think I'm someone who's, who's naturally pretty flexible and I've always been pretty adaptable and like, you know, kind of just go with the, the changes of things. But that the, the flip side of that can often mean like somewhat of a lack of discipline. So in my life, it's actually been more about like putting in structures in place to keep myself accountable and disciplined to things that I want to do because Mm. though society skews towards like, do your projects, you know, hit the deadlines, get the assignments in on time, like hit these benchmarks, hit these, you know, performance measures, whatever. I'm a little more like, well, we'll see how it goes (laughs) and how things unfold and how it feels. (laughs) So uh, yeah. I've in my life actually as a self-care tool has really had to be implementing like structures and discipline to a degree for myself to keep myself accountable. Because if I just go by the whim or like how I'm feeling in the moment, it, things are uh, twisty.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. I like it. I like the twisty space, though. But, you know, you you helped me learn to like let go a little bit. You know, our, our earth and water, It it makes... it it works. Um, Because I I am pretty particular, but I also, I like living in that space where it's more free flowing and like, oh, we can do this in our own time and like not put undue stress and pressure on ourselves. Because I think often I, and maybe other people do too, push themselves or want to like hit the deadline, get the thing done fast because we're trying to stave off some other sort of discomfort. Um, So whether it's like I need to get this project done quickly so I can get to the next one or I want to hurry up and finish this degree so I can get this job or I want this job so I can make this money um, because you're trying to stave off the discomfort of, well, my boss will be down my neck or I just need more income so I can do this other thing but in doing that and in pushing yourself, you're staving off the discomfort by creating more discomfort. Mm. And I think the thought is like, oh, if I don't move quickly, if I don't move urgently, I'm prolonging this like period that I'm in, but that's not necessarily true. Like things are going to take the time that they take Mm. and in putting your body through more stress, are you better off on the other side? maybe you are maybe you aren't that's for you to decide but it's a genuine question are we better off on the other side of the pressure and the pushing Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that makes me think of the like chasing feeling Mm -hmm. like that idea that we're like always chasing something and I've actually kind of been coming to terms with this for myself in the past like six months I would say Mm -hmm. of like just kind of constantly feeling like I'm there's something in my life that I'm like working on and I'm like, all right, I have to like, you know, get the right job. Okay. And now like need to like be working on my relationship or like, you know, need to move to this or like, you know, need to get my workout routine together or like whatever it is. And that like, not that I ever really have felt like I'm going to reach this point of like, everything's good and I'm happy, but in the, in this year, like things really, Aligned for me, and a lot of things that for years I've been sort of working towards or hoping for kind of fell into place. Mm. And I had a point of being like, I don't like a lot of anxiety came up for me of like, okay, well, what's the like the next, what am I working towards? Like, what's the next, like, what's the thing that I'm Ooh, like
0: yeah. working
1: towards? And I was like, I don't, there isn't really anything right now. Like, I'm in a mm-hmm. job that I love and feel fulfilled in and is meeting my material needs. I'm happy and healthy in my relationship and like i'm good in my home like i'm okay i can just kind of like be and enjoy it mm-hmm. for a while and i know at some point you know i'm thinking about going back to school or various things but i don't have to be immediately jumping into that yeah but that like an appreciation for the present moment rather than like identifying discomfort and always trying to like get to the next milestone or next benchmark
0: mhm
1: which I think often can be set to like there's certain expectations that we feel like we're supposed to meet based on society right Mm -hmm. I turned 30 a while ago now at this point (laughs) (laughs) I have recently crossed the threshold into my 30s and um the other side you know that's one that like I mean, I, I gave up having like existential crises around my birthday. When I turned 18, I was like, I can't do this every year. (laughs) Like the whole thing of like, I'm getting older. I was just like, this is tiring. Like (laughs) one thing that's going to happen for the rest of the time that I'm alive is every year I'm going to get a year older and my body is going to change with those, with the aging. Mm -hmm. And like, if I go down like this shame or like, I don't know what spiral every year, like why, why bother? (laughs) So So it wasn't really like a, I didn't really have that much of a crisis, but it was sort of a moment of like looking around and being like, wow, a lot of people around me are like married and having children and finishing their law degree and like well settled in their careers and buying houses and these, these um sort of markers of success that have traditionally like mm-hmm. been sort of the milestones that we are expected to hit traditionally in like, you know, the quote unquote American dream capitalist, yes. you know, heteronormative sense, like yes. do all these things, which like, not that I ever really was expecting myself to, but I don't know, releasing myself from those timelines and those expectations too mm-hmm. has been good for my self-care. Yeah. <laughs> for
0: myself. And I think that that's good for everyone because it's easy to get stuck, even if, you know, you don't necessarily consciously expect that of yourself or think that that's something you'll do when you're surrounded by something it's like Mm. you can still have those moments of am I supposed to be doing something else or should I have accomplished something even if it's not the same thing like I should probably do this and the should the shooting the shooting all over yourself (laughs) One of my friends told me that, and I love it. <laughs> Stop shooting all over yourself, and yeah. I will pass it on to all of you. Stop shooting all over yourself, because yeah. yeah, it can get tiring. It's it's mm-hmm. just a constant race, like you said,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you'll never have any peace. And yeah. the one thing in life that is constant is change. Mm. Things are going to keep changing. Come on, all the give time. A butler. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that um like the 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 flip side of that can be this feeling of like, okay, well I just am where I am and that's that's what it is. But mm. there is like I think reflection is really important and you know the 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 antidote to like not get not shooting all over yourself and getting swept up in the the metrics metrics or expectations of society or of people around us um is not to do nothing right but like being in tuned with what it is that that we we want and that's like a that's a constant changing thing but finding um the things that we do to connect us to like our wants and purpose and and all that like i think Mm -hmm. we did we talk about this in an earlier episode or is this just something we've talked about? I don't even know anymore. I don't know anymore. <laughs> like you know, I think self I think self awareness is a really important piece of self care mm-hmm. and all the all the tenets of selfish because um, there's no one size fits all for yeah. for what we need or for for how we care for ourselves. So so to be to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves to love ourselves to to provide some indulgence self indulgence. And, you know, just direction to be the the most aligned version of ourself with, you know who we want to be with our values, all that takes takes time and reflection. whether mm. that's journaling or therapy or, you know coaching, whatever it may be. Um, but making space for that, you know, I've been recently feeling like, so I do, I love my job. I shared this with everyone. Um, mm-hmm. and I work on a remote team from home. So we're spread out across the, the country and actually a couple or across a couple countries, um, which is, there's a lot of advantages that come from that of, you know, setting my schedule and adaptability, being able to work from anywhere. Um, and I draw a lot of energy from being in the same physical space and from sort of communal work. Mm-hmm. And so I've been missing that. And, um, been missing sort of a more like tactile and hands-on element to my work um and I've been feeling sort of in my body really this like this like disconnectedness um and so I've been sort of honing in on that in the past couple months and and realizing that like there's something that I that I need or need that's not getting met in my day to day and and work life in particular. So now that I've sort of recognized that, I'm thinking about, okay, what what can I do to meet this need and what aligns with how I want my life to look and my values and what's important to me and you know, my material needs, my time, what can I mm-hmm. fit in that will like help me meet this sort of like community need that I'm feeling? Um, so it's more complicated than like, my job I don't like my job I'm gonna look for a different one but like really thinking about like what is it that I want because jobs actually are a two-way relationship we get told often that it's like okay we work for this company and we need to just give them everything but like actually yeah. like jobs should be meeting our needs yeah and that's when that relationship is Otherwise right exactly <laughs> right and when the job is no longer serving the purpose for you that like it's no longer meeting your needs, and it's like it's time to go. And fortunately, my job that I have now is meeting my needs, and is flexible enough that I think I can bring something else in. But, mm. um, you know, it's it's like a more nuanced and maybe flexible way of approaching a, a professional question than like I'm 31 and I need to have my career figured yes. out, right? Like, yeah, what, like, elements... what is it that I need right now?
0: Yeah, what things do I need that would fulfill? Mm-hmm what I'm looking for, what I want my life to look like. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you a question? Yeah.
1: So you said um, that you're like not necessarily like prone to flexibility. (laughs) Can you talk a little about like how you've, how you've cultivated that for yourself or how you've, how you've grown your capacity for flexibility?
0: Ooh, well, it's a, it's a work in progress. So (laughs) Um, I recently actually in a therapy session was talking with my clinician and just pouring out a lot and was telling her like, I'm trying to accomplish this and this and this, and I want all of these things to happen and I know I can do it and I want them to happen like this. And I know if I can figure out just how to piece them together, just right. Like I can make it happen. And she was like, okay. Um, (laughs) you know, like you I I think I said something about like if I can fit the pieces together and she said let's approach this like a puzzle how do you put a puzzle together and I was like well I mean you like empty the box and then you put it together one piece at a time like you start with the edges or with the corner or with like the face if there's a face or something or the sky what have you and she just looked at me because once I had gone through that whole exercise, telling her how you put a puzzle together, I was like, Oh, well, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I am picking up what you're putting down. And she was really just trying to impress upon me that it's not going to all happen at once. And it's not necessarily all going to just get put together the way you want it to, you know, immediately. Um, Cause that's not how it works. That's not how life works. That's not how puzzles work. (laughs) You have to put them together one piece at a time or, you know, one area at a time. And that was a, that was an aha moment for me. Um, Because I, I, I create a lot of flexibility in my life in some ways and a lot of grace for myself in very specific ways. Um, My career and my passions is not one of the ways (laughs) is not one Mm -hmm. of the avenues in which I create that flexibility. And that's what we were talking about. Um, so what she suggested was because, you know, I, I cognitively finally got there. Okay. Yes. I cannot do it all at once. Um, but I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to move myself forward. And her suggestion was to start with my body because I had also been complaining that everything feels so tight and my body just feels like crunched. I feel, um, contracted and her suggestion was Mm -hmm. to bring some flexibility into the body and then the mind will follow. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I started taking my walks again because I had stopped walking. Um, I Mm -hmm. got back into my yoga or I am getting back into my yoga practice still. It's a long journey. It's a practice. Um, (laughs) I, was just spending more time, even sitting at my desk, trying not to sit for too long. And if I was consciously taking that time to stretch, you know, elongate my body and reach up as I'm doing right now, because we've been sitting for a minute now and Mm -hmm. I need to stretch. Um, (laughs) And just bringing in that movement and that intentionality. And I think, I mean, your body and your mind are all contained inside one being. And we often forget that we think of our minds as separate, Um, but our muscles, our nervous system, our immune system, everything is all connected. And if you can bring flexibility into your body, your mind can follow and mine did. So it it opened me up just a little bit. Um, Mm. But as far as other ways in which I give myself flexibility, I, I have never been a very punctual person
1: <laughs> in general
0: because <laughs> that's just not how I work. That's not how my brain works. It's not how my system works. I just struggle with that. Like time to me is a lot more fluid and it always has been. And so I allow myself that grace instead of trying to fight it, <laughs> um, especially in like social situations. My friends always get on me because I'm always like the last one to brunch or to the party or whatever, but I'm okay with that. You know, it doesn't hurt anybody, you know, no one, it, it, but it helps me. It helps Mm -hmm. me give myself that grace.
1: And talking about expectations, like as one of your friends, I just kind of know that. And it's like, no, (laughs) like, you know, I know you move at the pace that works for you and
0: you will be there when you're ready. Yes. And I will come. I've never hurt anyone. I will be there (laughs) with bells on. I will be enthusiastic, but I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I take the time I take and I, and I value my connections. I think like in U.S. culture, we get really tied up in punctuality and time and time is money, but everyone around the world is not like that. You know, time is about like the quality of it as opposed to the exacting minute and the quantity of it. So that's that's where I live. <laughs> and I allow myself that grace because I, I require it to if I were hard on myself about that aspect of me, I would be miserable all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I had to seek that out and I had to seek that comfort in my work like you were talking about. I had to seek out a career that allowed me to make my own schedule <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, even jobs, you know, even if it's not my career even other jobs that allow me flexibility and allow me to like not have to show up somewhere at eight o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I'm not trying mm. to do that because um, I can't do that. Um, and we don't all have necessarily like the the um, resources to make those changes and decisions, but because I did, I was able to like think, what do I need and how can I a- obtain that? And, mm. you know, it took some time, but I am entering... A season of my dog is barking <laughs> it'll, it'll probably come across in the recording it's fine um I'm in a season now where I I'm there I'm in a place where I can in my professional life you know give myself that grace as well um
1: love to say that I know right love to say that I think about when we were working together and you had to get up at you know all hours in the morning to be over like eight somewhere. I just remember the, and I remember the amount of stress that caused you because it just like wasn't gonna happen and your boss <laughs> would get upset and you were like it's just not it's just, it's just not it's how just I not work <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm thinking about like how how do I cultivate flexibility or like moments where I'm feeling really rigid how do I bring myself back to like flexibility and adaptability mm-hmm. and I think what you said around like being in your body one for me is just like being really present because I'll find when I'm feeling really like having really high expectations about something or like really holding myself to some timeline or stressed or something I will be sort of like looking forward a lot like doing a lot of like planning and like mm-hmm. always thinking about what are the next like couple steps and not really be present in the moment. So making time and space to just kind of like come back into my body and be really present in what's happening around me, Um, Mm -hmm. which often involves like sitting outside and like feeling the wind on my skin or like feeling the sun and like, you know, meditating or just kind of sitting and like just really noticing and being mindful to what's happening around me that then like tunes into what is rather than keeping me wired into like what's next and what should be next or like what's, yeah, what's what the plan, could be even. Yeah. what could be, yeah. Or what's supposed to be. And um, I think that that's something that's really helped for me of just like slow, taking moments and it can just be really like two minutes of like, sometimes I'll just like in my office, I'll go and like stand in a window where the sun is shining in and just like take some deep breaths to like, come back into the present. That's
0: lovely. Yeah,
1: yeah. and um you know, cuz we can't control everything. And I I think there's like a beauty to that. like mm-hmm. as much as we'd love for everything to go to plan, like life would be really boring. Some of the most like beautiful things that happen come through like unexpected, like things that aren't expected or yeah. changes in plan happen or disruptions.
0: Chance. Yeah. Serendipity. Meet, there would be no serendipity. <laughs> imagine a life without serendipitous moments yeah
1: um I think another thing for me has been slowing down um I would not say I'm like a hugely punctual person but I do have a problem of trying to fit too much into too short of a time um mm-hmm. especially um when I was like for a lot of my life I was um I've been single and like moving around a lot so I've been just kind of Thinking about myself, Um, but as you know, I develop like you know, as I move from my you know twenties where I was just kind of like free agent out in the world, into my thirties where like my life is entwined and connected to other people's more closely. That it's not just me bopping around and doing a million things, but like making Uh. like slowing down and not trying to fit so much in. Both helps me not. Like helps me set realistic expectations for myself and mm-hmm. also makes space for unexpected moments or disruptions or just like unexpected moments of of sweetness, whether that's like a friend stopping by and, and rather than like being like, "Ah, but I am supposed to do these five things, And I made a to-do list for today and feeling frustrated, like mm-hmm. being able to, like drink a beer with them on the porch. Yeah, and have like a nice moment of connection, and not feel like that is taking away from something else, which often was how I felt previously. But like, what's yeah. better than sitting with a loved one and having a moment of connection?
0: Right. right. You said something earlier about you know the idea of you will get somebody. You don't think this, but getting to a point where okay, now I'm happy and I've got everything, and like it's done. Um. I think for a long time, I did function from that space of, okay, once I do this, 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 and this, then I don't have to like worry anymore. I don't have to be stressed anymore. And if I just worry myself to death now, if I just, you know, put a lot of pressure on myself, if I just accomplish all of these things, if I check all the boxes, then eventually I can be at peace. But then we end up spending a life. I realized one day, okay, then you're spending your life seeking out and just like trying to go find the peace when really you could just have it right now. And that takes a toll. <laughs> it really does. It takes a toll on your mind. And it's, it's a fool's errand because there really is no place that you're going to arrive. Mm-hmm. There's no place. It, is, it does not exist. It's not there. There may be a level mm-hmm. of comfort that you may achieve or different things that you can do to build the life that you want and there's that but some elusive like nirvana of and now I don't have to be stressed or worry anymore that doesn't really exist for Mm. most of us
1: (laughs) and Um, what do we do to ourselves in the process
0: mm -hmm. you know like
1: like everything about life is both process oriented and outcome oriented Mm
0: -hmm. right like
1: and I, I I live a life that's more process oriented than outcome oriented like you know, people say it's like, doesn't matter how you get there. It's the destination. But like, if you are living a life that is so stressful, like it wires your body differently, you know, Mm -hmm. you do that for, you live on such high stress and your nervous system, like, gets so used to that, that then maybe when you do reach that point that like, hypothetically could be like, you know, nirvana and all your happiness, you're so wired to be like, stressed and all that like are you even going to be capable like of enjoying it in the way that you thought you would after having yeah. undergone so much stress in that time like yeah
0: mm-hmm. it just made me think so, of like you hear so many stories of people who work all these years and they say oh they never took a day off they worked so hard and now they're finally retiring in their 70s and then they pass away and it's like Mm. they never took a break you you worked to get to this place seven decades into your life later and you didn't give yourself time to have peace and the reason why I made selfish is because I don't want that for people and I don't want that Mm. for myself Mm -hmm. I don't want people to like move and push and grind and grind themselves to dust before being able to take a moment and enjoy themselves Mm
1: -hmm. and make it enjoyable even if you are grinding like find Mm -hmm. ways that you know bring some bring some joy to it bring some flexibility Mm
0: -hmm. you know make,
1: make space for for rest and reflection and and joy and and all of that I'm I feel like I'm talking a lot about my job right now but my boss is you know. Is a mentor and an inspiration for me. And we, she takes off the month of July, or we don't do any client facing work. Mm-hmm. Like it's a time for rest and reflection and doing deep work. And, you know, we can be working or not. Um, and then, same around the holidays in December, we take like a month and a half of not doing any client facing work. So it slows down. We can take a breather, kind of assess what we're doing you know, she always has a mm-hmm. list of books that she reads that contribute to the business and it helps things grow. But it, it also means that we're not constantly running at 110%. There's sort of tough moments for breathing. And some, mm-hmm. you know, for me, this July means I'm not really doing much at all for this, for the job, but I'm taking a break and looking forward to coming back in August and feeling like re-energized, yeah. you know, and, and we're, you know, doing great in the business. So it's. um you know, it can be joyful and restful and flexible and still hit the things like the, the
0: metrics and still or whatever accomplish. That, yeah. Yeah. Still still accomplish do it as well, so do what it's supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I think it's time for our suggestion. And today's suggestion, you've actually all already heard it. Um, bringing flexibility to the body really can help bring you clarity and flexibility to the mind. So I, my recommendation is that everyone go out and move your body, stretch, do yoga, take a walk, breathe, um, do something to create some movement and flexibility in your body and see what follows in your life.
1: If you don't know where to start, I once, um, worked with a person like movement coach and she recommended just taking some time every day to move every part of your body and Mm -hmm. that meant just starting by wiggling each of my fingertips and then moving my fingers then moving the wrists and the hands and then the elbows doing some shoulder rolls so it doesn't have to be like a hour-long yoga session or something but just take Mm -hmm. some time to to move yeah I like it I'm going to do that after we finish recording
0: yeah that sounds good a little yeah. little body scan a little gentle movement Yeah. all right everyone well thank you all again for listening to another episode we love you we'll see you next week
1: stay flexible
0: yeah stay flexible <laughs> stay selfish <laughs> stay healthy Mm-hmm. drink water we love you all mm. Yeah, and move say that bodies. again i interrupted you I oh water again. yeah drink water mm, always and we love you we love you see you next time bye everyone thank you beautiful listeners for tuning into our show once again thank you to nawal illustrations for our cover art And a special thank you to Morgan for coming on even when they're sick. We hope that you feel better, my dear. And we will see all of you next week. Keep an eye out on at a little more selfish Instagram page for next week's journal prompts and guest. We love you. And I hope you take some time to be just a little more selfish. Bye.